from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. Is that You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Every now and then, nonsense starts trending on social media. And most times, it stays nonsense on social media. It never really breaks out into the real world where it gets picked up in the sort of mainstream news or whatever. And if you're not sort of deep into social media, these topics come and go and you'll never even know they existed. Which brings us to Gooch Grease. What? Which was trending all weekend. And I guess somebody on a local news station in Houston who lives their life online, was like, oh, this is a big deal. You know when people are like, oh, my God, everybody's talking about it? But Mm -hmm. nobody's talking about it. It's just a Twitter thing, right? Nobody in the real world is talking about it. And then it really blows up when the news gets a hold of it? So Gooch Grease was apparently trending, and somebody thought it was a great idea to do a seven-minute segment, seven-minute panel discussion on Gooch Grease because the story was that... Um, men are now using maxi pads to sop up the gooch grease so they don't um, get their underpants dirty. This is what? This is news, Mocha. It's no longer trending. It's news. So here, let me throw it to the poor anchor at uh, a Houston, Texas, to have him explain to you and everybody else exactly what gooch grease is. When my producer sent me this topic, I had to stop my lunch. I just couldn't eat anymore. It's a male hygiene problem or issue called gooch grease. I was like, what the hell is that? And after Googling it, I was bothered, (laughs) victimized, bamboozled, led astray. It described, it's described as a culmination of lint, sweat, and dried up pieces of feces between a man's butt and balls. First of all, who are these men? But the problem is so bad for some men, according to some reports, they now have to use women's maxi pads to stop the mixture from messing up their underwear. It's a mixture now. Yo, I'm, okay. I'm about to throw up, guys. <laughs> I am now bothered. <laughs> so this is why it was trending on the weekend? No, it was trending, and then these guys did a seven-minute panel discussion on it. Like I experts. Think, I think, personally, that that is just some super smart <sighs> producer who knows that anchor so well and knew that this would be hysterical to have this guy describe what gooch grease is. How long was the panel discussion? Seven minutes. How much time we got now? Come on. Grease. <laughs> no, we got that kind of time. My favorite is like, I was victimized. And I was <laughs> like, what the hell is that? And after Googling it, I was bothered. I was bothered. Victimized. Bamboozled. <laughs> Led astray. 
So Bamboozled. I, I let us stray. <laughs> when Gooch Grease was trending, did any of you guys click on? No. On I, the word, was it a hashtag so or was it just like the two? It was because of this separately. story that men are now using maxi pads to sop up the Gooch Grease. Gooch Grease. <laughs> like bamboozle like is this gonna be one Let of those things spray. where i look it up on twitter and i'm just gonna see a bunch of stuff that i don't want to see right now or yeah. ever i mean i mean we used to just call it swamp ass right isn't that what they used, they used to call it right let us stray gooch grease bamboozle. So people saying online? <laughs> nothing they're just using maxi pads that's the story oh. there's no other story to it not like wash Right, it's yeah. I, it's had it's had to not wash and then not ruin your clothes. So we're not discussing it. So no, what's to discuss? Wash, yeah, right. Wash like yes, why? Yeah, like why you like wash? Gooch grease, <laughs> right? <laughs> Can you play the beginning of again for me? When my producer sent me this topic, I had to stop my lunch. I just couldn't eat anymore. It's a male hygiene problem or issue called gooch grease. I was like, what the hell is that? And after Googling it, I was bothered. Bothered. Victimized. Victimized. Bamboozle. Led astray. It described it's described as a culmination of lint, sweat, and dried up pieces. Stop it there. You can stop it right damn there. Gooch grease. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hollywood. Uh oh. Uh, as we know, Dammit Mori loves one of the great sort of perks of being on this show is Dammit Mori is slowly, slowly working his way into Hollywood, which is all these guest appearances that he does mm-hmm. on shows, right, Mori? My IMDb is growing. <laughs> yes, it is. So. Uh, we know he's done, and I know you have some clips over there, but just to remind people, Moore has done sort of like walk-on guest appearances on like Private Eyes, Murdoch Mysteries, Frankie Drake Mysteries, Hudson and Rex, Pretty Hard Cases, Country Roads Christmas. What do you have over there, Mocha? Oh, Frankie Drake Mysteries, okay. one of my favorites. Yeah. Morning, Winnie. <laughs> Morning, Ollie. Oh, keeping busy, I see. You know what they say about idle hands. Just watch yourself, honey. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> have you seen Sellers? At the bar. Oh. Thank you. Okay. Is that one? (laughs) All right. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hey. Hey. Morning, Winnie. Morning, Um, Winnie. uh, Murdoch Mysteries as well. The station hasn't received a single call today. Not one complaint. No littering, no loitering, not even any lollygagging. And that's bad? It's not right. Best of the day to you, Inspector. (laughs) See? My favorite one ever. Best of the day to you, Inspector. That was the one line. Best of the day to you, Inspector. Oh, right? The king of cameos. The king of cameos. So Maury came to me and was like, I may have my biggest gig yet, which is a show called The Lake on Prime Video. Oh, wow. Which is which opens Maury up to like this incredibly large audience. Uh Uh-huh. And Mari, the lake is what? It's about a summer camp thing? So it's like, a, it I guess, about? a cabin community. Like, yeah. families own their cabins, but yet it's a community with, like, a, I guess, a rec center kind of thing. And this family is fighting over who's going to own their cabin. Okay, cool. And, and one of the big things in the episode was this uh, uh, girl, Maisie, was bringing in 
Tegan and Sarah to play at the camp. Oh, okay? nice. Love Tegan and Sarah. Thank you. And so there was a scene where they needed somebody to play Tegan and Sarah's manager. Yeah. Okay. Who talks to the girl who runs the camp. Because at this point, the girl who runs the camp released some sort of social video that was like, not great, but like, it sort of helped, but didn't help. And it's a quick conversation over Zoom between Tegan and Sarah's manager and this girl at the camp, okay? Played by Julia Stiles. Right, yes. Wow. So, So, damn it, Maury was the guy who they brought in to play Tegan and Sarah's manager. Okay. And so, did you record these on Zoom? Is that what you did? I did them on my phone. Like, I taped it selfie style on my phone at home. Okay, and how many how many takes did you give Over them? Over 40. Okay, so... Oh, Maury, my gosh! So, the line is this. What Your character's name is what again, Maury? Junior. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so Maury plays Junior, Tegan and Sarah's uh, uh, manager, and okay. the line is, saw your TikTok, girl, so cringe, it's genius, oh, we're no. nearing half a million views already, you really are the best, Maisie. So that's Maury's line. Okay. So I'll give you a couple takes of, uh, of Maury's line here. You ready? Yes. I'm going to run through a bunch of these. Slight variations shows his range. <laughs> saw your TikTok, girl, so cringe, it's genius. We're nearing half a million views already. You really are the best, Maisie. Okay, so that was taken. Mm. Okay, okay. Here, I'm mid, bro. Saw your TikTok, girl. It's cringe. Oh no, it's genius. <laughs> We're nearing half a million views already. You really are the best. Okay, okay. That's okay. I'd rather go back uh, to the mid. I got more. I got more. Oh, okay, I got more. Go. I got more. Maisie, saw your TikTok. So cringe. It's genius. We're nearing half a million views already. You really are the best, Maisie. Okay. Okay. 37 more to go. Okay. okay. Wait, wait. Saw your TikTok. Girl, so cringe. It's genius. We're nearing half a million views. Okay. Don't worry. I wait, got did more. Did you record all of these at the exact same time or no, different like, days? Different days. Okay. That one sounded, that last one. In your voice, I could tell you had just woken up from a nap. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Did. That was like the first thing you did. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Don't, don't worry. Maisie, saw your TikTok. So cringe. It's genius. Why did you suddenly start cutting out the girl part when you oh, say, so I got, TikTok girl? I got notes doing some with, some without. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Hold on here. Saw your TikTok. <laughs> girl. Oh so cringe. That it's one's the worst. Genius. Actually. We're no. nearing half a million views already. Okay, so Maury gave them so much to choose from, right? <laughs> yeah. So again, this is for the prime show or movie. Prime, is it a movie? prime video. Season is... two comes out tomorrow. Okay, it's a show of, of the, the lake. lake. Yeah. The okay. lake. Okay. So Dan Maury is playing the manager of Tegan and Sarah yes. in this scene, and you are sending this message to Julia Stiles. It's a, it's it's a, a uh, Zoom. It's a Zoom call gotcha. between uh, Dan Maury's character and Julia Stiles. So, which one did they go with? So, I'll have the clip from the show. Oh, okay. okay so, more you gave them again how many versions? Like over 40. Over 40. So, here okay. is what made the show. Are you ready? Okay, we just saw your post, girl. So cringe. It's mm -hmm. genius. I mean, we're at half a million views already. You really are the best, Maisie. No, you are. And you are. Kate, never again, though. Uh, That's what made the show. <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah. That's not Damon Warrior's voice. No, that's Tegan and Sarah. Oh, oh my God! My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got fired. <laughs> Shout out to Tegan and Sarah. I love you, girls. <laughs> Damn it, Maury. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> okay, so... Oh. 
Forty so, plus games and a man gets fired. So Mario, who's who's Owen? Explain who Owen is. Owen is like the guy that runs the Canadian department okay. for uh, Amazon. Okay, so uh, Maury gets this email. Hi, Maury. Girl, I'm kidding. I put that part in. Uh, <laughs> I'm devastated to say your scene for the lake ended up being cut. Tegan and Sarah ended up filming this scene uh, in this series and we're using it to replace your manager role. I'm very bummed and wanted to give you the heads up. Thank you for uh, filming it for us. And I really appreciate all the time you put into it. The producers were thrilled with it, but it just didn't work with Tegan and Sarah filming as well. Uh, I hope to keep doing, I hope to, to keep doing more opportunities with you in the future and getting you to do more cameos and shows so i hope you're still open to them uh thanks again and now at least you have a very quote actor story of being left out of the final cut best owen aka fired (laughs) (laughs) the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast i was reading an article yesterday Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Big font? Did you know what Mario's last name is? Like, as in Super Mario? Yeah. He has a last name? Yeah. Get out of here. Yes, he does. When was it ever said? First of all, okay, so it was said once in the movie with John Leguizamo. Okay. Oh, God. Nobody saw that. Okay, okay. Hold on here. Hold on here. Don't Google it. Why are you Googling it? I'm I'm doing it right now. What are you looking at then? I know what it is. I was trying to get the theme song. Okay. Jeez. Why are you blowing up? I don't know. Because you're. I, I think that because Maury cheats, I think everybody else cheats. My hands That's are why. in my pockets. <laughs> okay. Bro, you're acting like Bowser out. right now. Bro. Woo! Um, so it was said one time because Mario was apparently named after the superintendent that um, was running the building when they, I guess, they came over to America because the Mario character had like four different names at the time. Where he was called like Mark? No, no, no. Like hold on here. I think it was Randy. Called, like like no, like it was something like just handyman, but like loosely translated. Handy Randy. No, 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 no. It was literally just like <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, it was literally just like handyman. Like there was no name. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's a me, handyman. Yeah, like something something like that. So ma- apparently Mario's last name is Mario. What? Mario. Mario Mario? Yeah. There's no way I'm Googling. So then his brother then is Luigi Mario? Yes. Because what are they called? The Mario Brothers. Oh my gosh. (gasps) Oh, like the Weston Brothers. (laughs) Yes. So the guy who created Mario, okay, in like 2012 said, no, 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 that's not canon. That was just an offshoot of what somebody had said. But then he did an interview in 2015 where he was like, yes, definitively, the Mario's last name is in fact Mario. Luigi's last name is in fact Mario. Because of, <laughs> and they are the Mar- they are they are this? the Mario brothers. The Super Mario it's, Bro- how it's do we Mario know Mario this? and Luigi Mario. Because we always say Mario Brothers. Yeah, I'm <laughs> playing Mario Brothers. Yes. How do we not know this? I have no idea. Or figure it out. It was right there in front know. of our eyes the whole time. I don't know. It was know. like you remember when um The Last Jedi? was coming out and everyone was freaking out over who the last Jedi was. Yes. And then it was revealed, idiots, if you watch Force Awakens, the opening scroll, it says right there, Luke Skywalker, the last (laughs) Jedi. (laughs) Right? And everybody forgot about that. Right. Okay, so originally he was called Jumpman. Okay. It's me, Jumpman. From Donkey Kong in 1981. 
Okay. Right? He was originally called uh, Junkman. Jumpman. Junkman. Uh, and then... Um, and then when Luigi came into things, they were called the Mario Brothers, if you remember that. Of course, everybody knows the Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me get to the quote from the guy who created Mario Brothers. because It's super interesting. Because at first he denied it, right? So he okay. goes, not long. So I think it's Miyamoto is the guy. So he had originally said, no, that's not canon. They're not the Mario Brothers. But then he said, he was completely reversed course. And he said, um, uh, as part of a festival celebrating 30 years of Mario in 2015, he announced once and for all that the Hero Plumber's full name was Mario Mario. How did that not stick with everybody? and, And Luigi Mario. So it is now Mario Mario. No, and I don't know. It was Mario Mario. Yes, yeah, so it was, I'd always, but I had no idea. Me neither. But it and was right in front of your face the whole time. The whole time. Mario Brothers. Maury, can you find the clip from that movie with John Leguizamo? There's a clip in the movie where they're at a food truck. And the guy's like, hey, what's your name? And he's like, Mario. And he goes like, what's your last name? And he goes, Mario. They say it in the movie. And then everybody was just kind of like, now, is that just a movie thing? Mm-hmm. Or is that like an actual real thing? It's John Leguizamo that says it. And I think that that's maybe why he's uh, why he's so. Let pissed. me hear it first if they're swearing. There's no swearing. It's Mario. Are you kidding me? I don't know. What's I your name, Mario? Be... What's your last name? <laughs> F and Mario. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> never know. <laughs> this is Brooklyn. <laughs> your mother's a. Whoa! <laughs> Come on now! I didn't say the full word. Come on! I, I know. I know. You, you could have said anything after that, and it would have been. You could have made it real sweet. Actually, it's just the tone in which you decided to say your mother. Anytime somebody says your mother in that tone, <laughs> right? It can, jeez, it can go. Name, Mario. Last name, Mario. Okay, what's your name? Luigi. Luigi, Luigi? No, Luigi Mario. Okay, look, how many Marios are there between the two of yeah, how many Marios are there between the two of you? Huh. Just two. We're the Mario Brothers. Also, your mother was with her last night. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hey. Uh, you feel comfortable sharing your name? <laughs> no. Okay. So we were recently, Roz, talking to someone who had mentioned about sending, like, have you ever sent a text to the wrong person right. or an email to the wrong person, yep. right? The person yep. it wasn't intended for, especially when that thing that was sent to that person accidentally was about that person. Yes. So unknown caller here said, word of advice to all women, don't keep your father as dad and your man as daddy oh, no. in your phone. That's a sure way to send the wrong thing to the wrong person. Oh, no. So what did you send to your father that was meant for your quote-unquote daddy? <laughs> I, I like a dirty sex message to my father uh-huh. instead of... The guy I was with. Like you were saying, like uh, you were saying, like 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 what you were saying. What like you wanted to do stuff? Can you remember yeah. exactly what you said? I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. It was basically like, oh my god, it's like I want to. Oh I can't even. Okay, like I was gonna. 
Yeah. I was gonna like all that. <laughs> and what else? What else? What else? That I wanted him to. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh my god! Okay. That I was gonna. <laughs> so like it was probably one of the dirtiest things I've ever said. Okay. Was there were there any pictures attached to that message as well? There was going to be, uh-huh. but when I didn't get a response. Uh-huh. I, I was like, what the f-? you know, like, yeah. what the hell's going on? So when I realized what I, I had been drinking too, which doesn't help, no. right? So then all of a sudden so I was like taking the pictures and I was getting ready to send them. Then I didn't get a response. And when I realized what I had done, yeah, it was, it was too late. <laughs> did, you, did you and your father have a conversation at all? No, we swept that under the rug. So you never spoke of it? No. Did you no, did you no. write him and say, hey, this wasn't for you? Or did you say I was joking? Or what did you say? No, nothing, because I was really, ho- like, when I saw the red, like, yeah. I just panicked and went into, like, I just was so sick to my stomach about the whole thing. And I just was hoping that he would never bring it up and that and I would never bring it up. Like, I just, and I couldn't look at him for a while after oh, that. Like, no. I don't live in the same city as my parents. Like, we just couldn't really look at each other. Oh, no. And we just let it go. And I was just praying he didn't say anything to my mom. But like, so that kind you of guys thing. have never said a word about it. Like, you no, never you never no. even said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, nothing. No, nothing. Damn. I just let it be. Did you tell your man at the time what had happened? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I sure did. Had your dad met this guy? Yes. Yeah. Did they get along okay yeah. or no? He didn't know who... <laughs> He didn't know about him at the time, so I don't think he knew who I was sending it to. Right. Like I don't think he. I don't think he's put two and two together because I. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I. I there's so much it to was, get over. There's so, there's so much to get over. Like it's not even just that you sent that to your dad. <laughs> Damn. But you've allowed your like you've let your dad into a part of your world and your sort of likes that fathers just don't want to know, right? Like, like any normal parent wants their kid to grow up and have a wonderful, passionate, healthy sexual relationship because that's what it means to be human, right? Like you, yeah. you, you want that, but no yeah. father wants the details, Damn. right? No, he got lots. So why are you calling boyfriends daddy? Is that a thing that young girls do, <laughs> like that young women I'm do? Not, I'm not young. It was actually... I was in my 30s at the time, but um, it I don't know. Like, is that a thing? He liked that. Is that he a liked thi- that at He the, liked that. At the time, and yeah. it was more of a joke with the girls and stuff like that, and I don't know. I just kept him in my phone as that, and then other boys as their names and stuff, you know? Right, because I imagine that out of, out of all the, the other stuff that you told your father, I think that if you explain to him that he's dad in your phone, but he you actually have daddy in your phone as well. I think that that may have sent him over the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, well, that's like, I just thought it was not worth saying anything because I thought it was going to make things worse. Like, I didn't want to open anything up for discussion. I just wanted it to go away. And, um, but I will tell you, like, I'm a single mom, so my parents will sometimes come and help me out around here. And <laughs> I remember my dad doing my laundry. <laughs> he was like, folding laundry and he found a pair of like panties in there and he just went 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn, girl. He was oh, just so wow. Yeah. When you when you realize that you sent the wrong message to your dad and, and that moment of being horrified and embarrassed and all of mm-hmm. this stuff, when you realize that you didn't send it to your boyfriend, did you just mm-hmm. like did you copy paste and actually send it to your boyfriend? Yeah, I did. You did. I know. I, yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. I did. I right. just said, oh my, like I just said, you should, yeah. I said, you have to see the message that yeah. I just, I said, I sent it to my dad by accident. Oh my, and I copied and pasted it and he was like, <laughs> he's like, but wow. I feel very badly for you. It was awful. Like it, it scarred me a little bit for I, sure. Yeah. I imagine your father too. And it's like, <laughs> Damn. I don't think he looks at me the same at all anymore, unfortunately. But no. it's been a, it's been years now since it happened, so yeah. it's gotten better. But yeah, no, we've it never brought it up. It hasn't gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that right he now. He gets scared, no. nervous every time he sees your your name pop no. up on his phone as as a text message. It, uh, it has not. It has not gotten better. I changed his name to father in my phone too. By the way, oh, so. God, why didn't you change the other guy from daddy to his name? <laughs> He's gone now, so it's oh, all good. good. Well, thank you for uh, all the details and sharing your story. Oh, you're welcome. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hands up if you're going to get the Apple Vision Pro. I know. I, I walked in here this morning and you were watching a video, and I know as soon as I sat down, the next window on your computer you opened was how to hide $3,500 from your wife. Uh... Forty-seven hundred Canadian, by the way. Forty-seven hundred dollars Canadian. It's the uh, VR AR goggles that you wear, and you look like an idiot. Yeah, and and the the way they market this is you're going to be able to integrate this into your entire life. Mm-hmm. So part of the commercial, it was like a dad standing in the kitchen at the island and doing like looking up recipes and like you know, cutting up a, I don't know, snack for his kid. Then the kid runs over and is like, Dad, can I have this? A toast? Yeah. And he turns over with the stupid looking goggles on his eyes. Yeah. And he's like, here you go, honey. And then he goes back to computing. But here's part of the video. When you put on Apple Vision Pro, you see your world and everything in it. Your favorite apps live right in front of you. But now they're in your space. This is Vision OS. Apple's first ever spatial operating system. It's familiar, yet groundbreaking. You navigate with your eyes. Simply tap to select, flick to scroll, and use your voice to dictate. Yeah. The reason this will fail is the reason that Google Glasses failed, everything else, is because the only way for this thing to truly succeed is you need to convince massive amounts of people to wear these out in the world in their regular everyday life. Which, in any of the commercial or parts of the ad that they posted yesterday during their big presentation, every single individual was at home using the device. You didn't see anything with anyone walking around on the street because I would imagine that's somewhat of a hazard. 
right? Or, or be willing it, to bring these into work and do a presentation with it. Like you have to integrate this the same way iPhones and iPads are integrated into everybody's everyday life. Mm-hmm. With that kind of price tag, you need these integrated. And as it is right now, like there's a, there's some creepy aspects to this too. Like they know that when it comes to human interaction, that your eyes are very important, right? Like when you're talking to somebody, you want to see their eyes. Of course. And their solution for this is you can wear the goggles and project your eyes on the outside of the screen. So when somebody's looking at you, they're looking at your eyes on a screen while you're still wearing the goggles. Yeah, it's super weird. <laughs> right? And there's also like, a mode that if you're, like, if you're wearing the goggles, right? And yeah. you're watching something. And you're completely blocked out from the world. And I approach to, like, talk to you. Yeah. I will see something on the screen, like on the front of the goggles, that indicate to me that you're doing something and not to bother you. Yeah, because it goes opaque, right? right? So when it's yeah. oh, when it's opaque, you know that you can talk. But no, listen, you're not going to walk around with no. these goggles on with I'm a giant wire running down your chest and a battery in your pocket. Yeah, two-hour battery life, by right. the way. Yes. Which, I don't know, to me, I think for that price tag, give me more battery. Right. Right, because one of the cool aspects, before we talk about FaceTime and how that works, because that was a big thing when people were asking about how, how's FaceTime going to work? Because they had that in in the big presentation yeah. is that you could FaceTime people, right? Um, one of the cool things is when watching like TV or you're watching a movie or even you're playing a video game, right? You have the ability to change the quote unquote screen size, mm-hmm. right? It can be like the size of a regular TV and you can still see your surroundings. You can block everything out and make it as if you're watching like an IMAX screen. Yes. You could fill the entire space, which I think is pretty cool. That's the only thing sure. that I, I'm kind of like. But but it's a loan. It's it's a loaner activity, oh, right? Completely. Like it's it's a loan. It's completely. it's it's a loaner activity. Like that's not something that you can enjoy with the family unless no. you're all sitting on the couch wearing goggles. I see no problem with that. <laughs> uh, here's how they explain. Here's how Apple explains how FaceTime works. Okay. Because you wear Apple Vision Pro and your eyes are covered. We engineered a system that uses advanced machine learning to represent you realistically when you're in FaceTime. Your persona dynamically hey, reflects up? your face you and hand movements. I'm doing well, thank so you. So when you're chatting, people see your eyes, hands, yes. and true expressions. What? But it's not really you. It's no. just your avatar. So and it looks God. super weird. Yeah. Um, when they announced, know, somebody recorded inside the auditorium Yeah. when they announced the product, the price tag. Yeah. So I don't know if this is reaction on the price tag of $34.99 US yeah. or if this is a reaction to OMG, we finally get the Apple Vision Pro. But listen to this. Apple Vision Pro starts at $34.99. It will be available early next year on Apple.com and at Apple retail stores in the US. You hear that? Apple Vision Pro starts at $34.99. So, <laughs> so it's on the price tag, right? Did they do all this tag. quickly now so that like Mark Zuckerberg is not first? No, no, no. They, no, they this already, is not quickly. They this is delayed by years. Because yeah, Zuckerberg already has years. one. It's not as they don't. It's not at this price. No, tag. no, 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 no. And I'll tell you, you know, like the the one you know truth about all of this is one of the reasons why this won't sell as 
well as it could is because it's an Apple product, which means that they are not going to make it compatible with people who work in pornography. Not the reason why I was going to get it. <laughs> no, but you know no, what? I listen, yeah. that is that Let like it, speak. It, it, advancements in they have pushed so many advancements when it comes to tech. But Apple is not friendly to that industry. Mm-hmm. And when you look at people who may be willing to spend thirty four hundred dollars on something to sit alone on a giant screen, <laughs> IMAX size, yeah. integrate your real world into a fantasy world. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a population of people who would be willing to drop that kind of money to have that kind of access. Oh, that's too risky, though. Right. It's expensive. That's way too risky. You at home? Yes. When somebody walks in? No, these are people who nobody's going to be walking in. Yeah, oh. in the basement. Okay. Probably. Yeah. 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 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Allison, hello. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Now, we talked to you last, uh, back in October of last year. Oh, my God. That was a long time ago. It was. And at the time, you wrote us uh, for Fix My Life, and you were saying that you and your boyfriend had been together uh, for almost a year. He's 38. You were 30. And uh, over the weekend, he had come to your house, and you guys had a great time together, if you know what I mean. Uh, (laughs) But when he left, you found like a half a Viagra pill on the floor, and you were a nurse, so you knew exactly (laughs) what it was for uh and you were like we've never had issues in this area of our relationship i'm so confused when and why did he start this do i tell him i found it what do i do and if i remember correctly the conversation was that don't make this about you and that this has nothing to do with your intimacy levels or how he is attracted to you and if and if anything if you find some sort of performance enhancing drug um you should take it as a compliment that he sort of wants to go that extra mile for you right yeah. So, yeah, so exactly. what, what did you wind up doing with the pill? And did you ever bring it up to him? Um, oh, so with the pill, I kept it in a little tiny little bag that I found and I kept it in my cupboard and it's sitting there just in case that anyone wants it. Oh, <laughs> I mean, anyone. oh you're not with the guy anymore? No, I'm still with him. I'm still oh. with him, but I never brought it up. I mm-hmm. took your advice. I did exactly what you said. I never brought it up. I just kind of rolled with it. And I, yeah, I take it as a compliment. It's like a gift. Like I, you know, take it as my man wanting to give me like the best experience possible. Yes. And so I never brought it up. I just let it sit in my cupboard and I never showed it to him. It's just, it's still sitting there. Okay. And he doesn't say, he obviously hasn't said anything to you, right? Because I remember one of the um, recommendations that Roz had gave was, maybe just take that pill and like toss it like in his jeans pocket or something. I know. I thought about it. I thought it would be funny, but no, I never did it. He's never brought it up. There's, it's funny because it's come up in like conversations with friends and things like that. He's never said a word about it. So why keep it in the cupboard if you, if you want to keep it a secret? Like why not just throw it out? Like you want him to find it, right? <laughs> well, we live separately. so Yeah, but you still do. You want him to open that cupboard one day and be like, oh, yo, what's this? Yeah. I guess, I guess. Maybe Why though? Why? Why? <laughs> Why? I just think it's, I want him to know that I know so that he, so that he under, so that he's not so ashamed about it. I want it to be kind of like 
but you're the one but you're the one that's shaming him i know but now i'm not now i'm not so now i know when he's taking it i can tell and it honestly just makes me giggle and makes me kind of excited and happy and it's totally okay why why do you want to shame him for it i don't no i don't want to shame you do that's why you're keeping it because if he finds it and then you say to him like i've known this whole time it may like this may turn into a bad thing for you, right? Like he may say to you, "Well, why didn't you say anything?" Well, I'm going to tell him because Rosie Mocha told me not to. No, 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 no. But why are you keeping it if you don't want him to find it? I think it? you should get rid of it. Get rid of okay. it. Flush it. All right. Okay. You know I'll what? Get rid of it because you're the only thing you want to do is you're hell bent on letting him know you know. Yeah, may, it may be in the back of my mind, but yes, they're also expensive. You and know, as, thought, and as, you know, as soon as he sees that Sayonara yardstick. <laughs> no. he's, never, he's never taking no. it again he's yeah, never taking it again it's true and you don't want him to feel embarrassed right because maybe it is like something that he might feel embarrassed talking to you about yeah i'm i'm assuming that's why he's never told me and never brought it up so you're probably right i'll yeah. get rid of get it get rid yeah. of it yes, damn it throw it right. out Jeez, what's the big deal? You like it, right? You know when he's on it. Yeah, I, so he gets like a, I mean, he gets a stuffy nose. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you. <laughs> okay, don't answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Sorry, we had to bleep that. Okay, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Oh <laughs> so you know when stuffy nose happens, you know it's about to go down. Yeah, before he would say, oh, like, you know, I got a really stuffy nose. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's your... You know, your hairspray, your perfume. I was, like, racking my brain. I changed my cleaning products in my house. Like, oh, damn. before I figured it out, I was like, wow, like, I feel so bad. He's, like, really reacting to something. Wow. But now I know that it's just a side effect of Viagra. Wow. And so now I kind of, <laughs> I know because he'll get a stuffy nose after. And, you know, I can obviously tell a little bit of a difference but yeah so now i know and i I honestly just have a little giggle and i get a little bit excited and i think it's great but the other side effects are way better though right yeah the other side effects are all positive okay 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 good throw it out throw it out yeah glad the uh the update worked out in your favor yeah no i'm like i'm proud of it like i i encourage all my friends like if their partners are taking it to like you know be excited be proud you know like you know, the sex is good, but sometimes he takes Viagra, and I'm not ashamed, ashamed to say that. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Also, you know what's going to happen is he's going to find that, and he's not going to say anything. He's just going to think you're cheating. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Okay, you're right. I need to get rid of it. Okay, go flush it. Okay. Okay, right. I will. Thanks, Allison. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. I've been All with right. you guys for like 15 years. This is such a crazy moment to talk to you guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Amy texted Roz, yeah. and uh, Amy says she's got a funny story about Roz Weston Lane in Acton, Ontario. Oh, no! Uh, Acton, by the way, the hometown of Roz, and yes, the Roz Weston Lane, which connects the Tim Hortons to the beer store yeah. in the alley. Okay, so what's... what's yeah. Was what's, put up uh, like 10 years ago. What is going yeah. on on my in my uh, in my alley? What's happening? <laughs> so... I bought a house across the street from Rod Weston Lane oh, a year sick. and a half ago. Yeah. Okay? So, like, it's by the Tim Hortons, you know, and you, like, you know, like, high school kids 
stuff. Like, sometimes they hang around or whatever. So I'm, like, talking to my boyfriend, and I'm like, I got to call in about, I got to call into the town about this alley. Like, there's always kids hanging out. Like, you know, like, I don't like it. And I feel like the street name is promoting that they can, like, go there. Like, it's a back alley, whatever. And I was like, and who the heck is even Roz Weston? (laughs) (laughs) And my boyfriend's like, Amy, that's the talk show host of Kiss 92.5. I listen to you guys every morning, and I had no idea your name was Roz Weston, and I had no idea you were from Acton, so I didn't call. So now your your lane gets to stay. Right. What's your name, Karen? (laughs) Amy. Amy, sorry. My bad. (laughs) I got that. It took me a bit. I got that. No, I'm not Karen. I'm, like, young, hip, and cool. Oh, yeah? I don't need these. I don't need, like, people hanging around smoking weed. You know what I mean? Yeah, you sound great. (laughs) (laughs) So, but the street sign specifically, like, is it standing upright? It's not dented or crooked or anything like that? Because sometimes when we get calls from people from Acton who give us reports on the lane, Rosweston Lane, and the alley, they'll say that, like, in the wintertime, it's never plowed. Sometimes people, like, get their car into it and the sign's knocked over. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's in great great standing condition. That's why I'm like, these people keep going down here, but it's like a back alley. It's not a, like at least they should have given you my street or something. No, 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 no. It's it's it's. They part- should have given you a real street. If you only knew the stuff I've done in that alley, I, <laughs> I used to live. Okay, uh, so <laughs> in, in that neighborhood, right? In that neighborhood, I spent a lot of years in a house on uh, Acton Boulevard. And then I spent okay. a, and then I spent a lot of years in the house on Churchill, which is connected to right. my to my alley, right? And so I seen some stuff in that alley. Sentimental. Yes. So you know I've now seen a lot of stuff in that alley too, okay? Yeah, so <laughs> leave them damn kids alone. Oh yeah. It's called you living. Know, like- no, I, now I'm allowing it because I know who you are and I'm, I, I, I'm okay with it now. But at first I wasn't. I just thought it was funny. You know, now that I know who it is, I don't care anymore. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> and how is it looking? Are people trimming it up and stuff like that? Yeah. Or is oh, it that's a mess? the other thing. Like in the spring no. and summertime, like the, no. apparently the town doesn't necessarily go by uh, on a regular basis to cut the grass or trim the weeds or anything like that. No, not at all. Like it's not it's not well kept. Right? Okay. You should call me. Okay. Can you do me a can you do me a favor? Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you find a local kid in the in the neighborhood that I can pay, right? I'll like e okay. transfer him some money. Uh, okay, every time, every time he cleans up that alley and sends me a picture of it. Yeah, there's a guy that rides around on an ATV with a wagon attached that he puts his like lawnmower and his trimmer in and stuff. And that's goes and cuts that's exactly my guy. Oh, right? <laughs> I need that guy. Find that guy for me, okay? Perfect. And ask him, ask him what it would cost to take care of the alley over the summer. Okay, sounds good. I'll let All you right. guys know. All, All right, right. that's a shame. <laughs> Keep an eye on that laneway and keep us updated, okay? I will for sure. I love you, Amy. Thank you so much. All oh right. wait, wait, real quick. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, yeah. who's your favorite? Um, Mocha. Oh wow, cool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> love you, Amy. Bye, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Brenda, hello, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Hello. 
Hey, Brenda. Um, when and where does your hell of a story take place? Oh, my goodness. I am so excited to share. So our story begins in 2009. I was living in the state of Georgia here in the United States. Yeah. I was um, at my job uh, working in, I wanted to send an inspirational text, which is something that I used to do back then. Um, I would send either a Bible verse or something positive, and I would just like select all of my contacts and then just hit send. You were sitting at work one morning, and Mm -hmm. what you normally like to do is you normally like to start off your day by sending some sort of like inspirational text to like a group chat that you had created on your phone. So what were you sending out? What What were you sending out this morning? So this morning I chose a Bible verse from the book of Philippians and I don't remember the exact words, but it was something along the lines of like putting others first. Okay. Okay. And then you send it and you were sending this out to how many people? or 11. I really didn't have that many contacts back then. It's 2009, so we don't really have smartphones back then. (laughs) And just like family and close friends, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Okay, so... so Do people normally reply to your text after you send something like that? Yeah, they would say something like, oh my goodness, that's so awesome, or thank you so much, or you too, you know, something simple like that. Okay, cool. So you are getting ready to send out your inspirational text to your group chat, and then what happens? So the phone in my office rings, and so I have to save the text as a draft. Later, which is very, this piece of information is very important. Okay. Later uh, that evening, I remembered, oh my goodness, I was going to send this text. I'm going to go ahead and send it now. So I click send, and within 20, 30 minutes, I get a reply back saying, amen to that. Who is this? Okay. And so I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's Brenda, Roxy's sister, remember me? Um, and they're like, no, I don't think we've ever met. My name's Isaiah Stearns. But by the look of your text, I can tell that you love God. That's awesome. Who did you think you were sending that text to? <laughs> a family friend who um, lived close to my mom. He was like a neighbor. Um, later, though, I found out that this person had moved to California and changed their number completely. Oh. So their number was kind of like up for grabs. And so, this person who you then texted is a person, the new owner of that phone number. Correct. So, you know, obviously I apologize and I'm like, no, you know, I intended it for someone else. I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, no big deal. It's very like uplifting and it's so awesome that you love God. Can I call you tomorrow? And at first I thought, oh my goodness, that's kind of weird. Like who calls a stranger? But I was like, sure, why not? So he then calls me the next day. I remember I purposefully did not answer, hoping he'd leave me a voicemail. And I'm so thankful that he did. So I listened to the voicemail and it was, you know, something like along the lines of thank you for that message. It was really uplifting. Um, And that's basically it. How long had Isaiah had this number for? This is the part of information that like gives me chills. Okay, so this this same day that I was going to send the text, he calls a phone company and he's like, I want to get on on a phone plan with you guys. So they gave him this number and they're like, okay, go set it up. It should work. Well, it doesn't work. So he calls the phone company again and he's like, hey, the number you guys gave me, like it's not working. I can't make any calls or texts. And they're like, oh, we're sorry about that. Whoever helped you didn't put it in the system. So here's a brand new number. You should be able to set that one up. And within 10 minutes, he gets my text. Oh, damn. Okay, hold on here. But wait a second. What? Wait a second. Wait a second, Brenda. <laughs> so he had a brand new number, like like within minutes, and he gets your yes. text. But you were supposed to send that text first thing in the morning. Exactly. So <laughs> this is a part of the story that makes me want to jump. So if you had sent that text first thing in the morning 
Isaiah never would have got it. Correct. So so what happens? Did you guys meet? So he was living in Ohio and I was living in Georgia. This is about 500 miles away from each other. And at first, my mom originally lived in, lived in Ohio. So when we talked on the phone that one day that I decided to call him back after that voicemail, and I was like, hey, you know, this is so cool. When I go visit my mom, you know, we can hang out. But I don't know, like life had other uh, plans and we start, he would call me and text me every day. And I started feeling like, oh, my goodness, like I think I'm falling for him. But also I was very hesitant because like I never met him in person. Yeah. So I was I have a close relationship with my mom and I was talking to my mom about him. Like, hey, mom, like this guy. And I feel like I like him, but I never met him. And my mom's like, well, why don't I meet him for you? What? <laughs> so okay. I, the story just keeps getting better and better. So I call Isaiah and I'm like, hey, my mom would like to meet you. And since she lives in Ohio, why don't you guys like hang out? So they actually went on a date. What? <laughs> Isaiah and your what? mom? <laughs> so it was Isaiah, my mom, and my younger sister. They go out on this date and, you know, she's meeting him on my behalf, you know, asking him questions. What did, what did your mom say about him? You know, it was awesome. I called my mom after the date and I was like, hey, mom, so, like, you know, from one to 10, what do you rate him? And my mom, without hesitation, was like, 11, you're going to marry this guy. What? I saw Isaiah for the first time December 1st. And that's the day that we kind of decided to make it official. And we became, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, it was really fast. Did it continue? Yeah, yeah. So, like, we continued dating. And then February 14th, 2010, he proposed to me. And I said yes. (laughs) And now? And now we've been married. We're going to celebrate 13 years in June. Wow. Wow. You got any kids? (laughs) Yes, we have six awesome kids. Six! Six. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, we wasted no time. Wow. That was one hell of a story. That's great. I love it. That's incredible. Love it. Thank Thank you for sharing. Of course. Thank you for the opportunity. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Sarah is here to uh, get some help, get some advice. How are you, Sarah? It's Roz and Mocha. I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, what's going on? Tell everyone why you're on Fix My Life. I should be happy for my sister, but... I'm having a hard time showing it. You wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka FML. My husband and I have been together for 16 years, married for nine, and we've been trying to conceive for a decade. My younger sister had an unplanned pregnancy three years ago, which caused me to become depressed. Finally, this year in May, I started my IVF journey. However, just two weeks before my scheduled sur- surgery, I received a text from my sister announcing that she's expecting her second child. Already three months pregnant. I want to be happy for her, but I'm struggling emotionally and finally finding it difficult to cope. Any advice would be appreciated. Hmm. What's your relationship with your sister like? Um, growing up, we were very close to close to each other. But um, as we got older, we've kind of been distant. And COVID made that even more distant. Yeah. How? What is the family dynamic when it comes to your fertility journey? 
Is everybody uh, is everybody involved? Does everybody know everything? Not everybody understands the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Like it's complicated to explain. It doesn't matter how many times I explain it. It's it, they don't understand it for sure. And mm-hmm. um, my parents' English is not their first language either. Um, and obviously, after I got married, there was like pressure. Like, why aren't you pregnant? Why aren't you pregnant? Like, right. are you gonna get pregnant? Where's the grandchildren? Do you do uh, you find that you get family support during all of this, or no? I do get a lot of support, definitely from oh, okay. uh, my parents. Yeah, my parents have been very supportive. But, but with has, your with your infertility, not just support as a parent to their kid, but are they supporting you during the journey and everything that sort of comes along with that for you and your emotional well being? Yes and no. When you say no, what do you mean? Growing up, uh, my parents didn't really show love emotionally, I guess. Like, it's hard for them to show love, but they mean, they mean well. So during your, your, your journey, um, had your sister been in your life in that aspect of, of you guys talking about it and talking about the hard times that you and your husband have been going through and talking about your feelings and how much you wanted to, to, to be a mom and stuff like that. Did you talk to her at all? Yeah. So at the beginning when we first started, definitely like she was always there. She was always like, I want a niece or a nephew. Like she loves kids and she was so excited after we got married. Like she couldn't wait for me to have a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, I want to say, I guess six years after or four years after she got into a relationship, so, like, she's been together with the guy maybe six years, something like that. Okay. Um, so you're struggling to be happy with you for your sister, right? It's crushing you. Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Um, I, I, will, I will say that your relationship with your sister, you know, matters a lot. And it matters how even just little things, like how she, mm-hmm. how she tells you. Like, you mm-hmm. often find in situations like this that when you have a, a best friend or... Uh, a, a sibling who is able to, you know, get pregnant and, and you're not, when they tell you, they try and put like a positive spin on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, hey, I know what you're going through, but at least you'll get to be an aunt to two now, you know, like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, you know, does a lot of damage. And, and I think that two things need to happen is that you need to be able to have a conversation with your sister about how you're feeling and also she needs to know to not take everything that you feel incredibly personally because it doesn't it, it doesn't it doesn't mean that you're not happy for her it just mm-hmm. means that it's it's crushing to you and instead of having these conversations what winds up happening is people just avoid these conversations and you're going through something that is incredibly personal to you and and it's your entire life and existence but you have to understand the crazy unfortunate thing about infertility is that it is invisible to everybody else you know yeah. Yeah. They have no idea. They have yeah. no they have no idea. And unless you bring them into it or they voluntarily come into it, you go through this alone. And people don't yeah. know how to act around you because they don't know how you're feeling. And it's not your fault. None of this is your fault. But I think that a conversation with your sister um as sisters um needs to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> and I feel like um, at the beginning, like she was very supportive. Like I have dogs, so 
obviously like I'm a dog mom. Um, so like that, uh, mother's day, she would do stuff like that before, but I think it's just, it's been so long and the conversation has just been so emotional and it just ends up causing us to fight. And I don't want to fight with her. Like I love her. So she probably doesn't even know how you feel right now or how you have been feeling lately because she's got her own kind of life and her yeah. own world that she's living in so i think you know everything rada said was like perfect i have nothing else to add other than to encourage mm-hmm. a uh, a conversation so your sister knows exactly how you feel and okay. what you have been feeling yeah for sure i i think start a good starting off place for you and your sister is to sit down alone okay and say listen i love you we are sisters uh to the end Um, But Mm -hmm. we need to, I need to look at you and I'm going to tell you what I need from you. And then I want you to look at me and tell me as my sister with you now with two kids, what you need from me. Because the only way that this is going to work for the both of us is that if we're open and completely honest and find a way to be great for each other without hurt. Yeah. Does that help, Sarah? Yeah, it's a difficult subject. It is. Of course it is. 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 Yeah. Uh, Sorry that you're going through this. I know, can only imagine. I can't say I know, but I can only imagine uh, what goes through your mind and your heart every single day. And uh, just know that we got you and we love you and we fully support you. And if you need anything else, you you reach out to us. Okay, thank you so much, guys. and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. God, people were pissed in this city over the weekend. Why? Well, because they shut down the Gardner and the DVP for, I don't know, like a charity bike run. Yeah, they do it every year. It was for... Um, bike yeah. for brain health is uh, what this crash. was. And the roads were supposed to open up as f- at four. Mm-hmm. So the Gardner was scheduled to be closed in both directions from two to four. The northbound DVP was the first stretch of highway to reopen at 5. The eastbound Gardner opened at 5.30. The westbound lanes opened at 6.30. The same thing with the DVP. So people had planned to come home around the fact that the highways were going to be open at 4. So you had people running at a gas um, in their cars. I've because done, you couldn't go anywhere. I've done this ride before multiple times. Yeah. And usually the highways are actually open earlier than the advertised time. Yeah. And this is the first, I don't know what happened that this is the first year, at least that I could remember, mm-hmm. that we're talking hours after they're supposed to. I don't open. know. I think it might have been the company they hired to do it. I don't know what's going on. But I think at four that they should just let the cars on. And if you're on a bike, Pedal. <laughs> right? Pedal faster. Yeah. <laughs> no, right? you know, when I was getting off the highway, um, there were still barricades that hadn't been picked up. Like, they're obviously not blocking the road, yeah. but they were just pushed off to the side. There's still barricades there from yesterday Bro, that like, hadn't been picked up yet. People are pissed. Yeah. I don't understand I'd, why you, I'd be pissed you shouldn't do that anymore. It's too it's too chaotic to shut down a highway on a Sunday. You can't. You can't, Where are you go? Where are the Where are the people going to go? Yeah. Right. I understand. Listen. Like I said, I've done the ride before, right? It's cool that you get to go take do, your bike on the, somewhere else. on the uh, on the on the DVP and on the Gardner because you don't ever get to do that. I understand from that point, but I also know that especially now with the congestion in the city, Dude. you can't 
No. You really cannot do that anymore. No. Couldn't they just take over a runway at the airport? Something. Go to like one of the parks. Go yeah, out, like, I could, don't know. You go, could create do, a route Go up and down else. the island 50 times. But you know what's going to happen? <laughs> it doesn't matter. You, you take that ride, you move it from the gardener and the DVP to somewhere else in the city yeah. that you have to shut down roads, people are still going to complain. Like, no, not like they be, would with the gardener and the, and the DVP, It's though. still going to be a little bit of havoc for... You can't do the gardener and the DVP. A group of you people. just can't. Well, at least you not until can't. like 5... What is it, 5, 6 30 on yeah, a that's Sunday. Un, that's unacceptable. No. I think somebody uh, needs to, to answer right, that. I wasn't even affected by it, and I'm pissed. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I just one of those. I read a headline and I get angry. Well, hold that thought. We got to do this. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Maury's so upset. <laughs> Maury's still so upset. <laughs> uh, Roz is getting married, as we all know. Yeah, that also upsets me. <laughs> so mad because he still hasn't got the invite and dude i keep trying to do as many like wedding stories on this show as i can mm-hmm. like i'll jam a couple into the news just because i know maury hasn't uh, got an invite yet i told you maury that you can work your way into the wedding just like you had to work your way into the book but what i worked my you, way into your life what have you done lately that you think is um worthy of you getting the invite to Ross and Catherine's Being wedding. Being alive. No, it doesn't. No, it, I shouldn't have to do something that warrants me going to the wedding. But what I makes, think something like a wedding is something where you, I should just be invited. But what makes you a good guest, though? Like, it's a small guest list. I I'm want, a like, great guest at weddings. In what way? I love to dance with people. Your mom loves me. I'm great to oh, eat oh, with. Oh, <laughs> I'm great to eat with. <laughs> Bro, I've seen you eat. You're not sitting at my table, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> nothing Nothing of the fact that, like, because I'll be there for you. Yeah, nothing or like I'm that. There to, like, nothing like that, right? It's like... It's like me, I plan, me, me, Like, yeah. I've actually thought about this, like, where I do most of my thinking in the shower. And yeah. I prepare, like, I would probably cry. <laughs> wow. I'm not invited. <laughs> anyway, Maury has not received his wedding invite yet. Like, um, if you don't want me there, then just tell me so I can rip the Band-Aid off. Do you really want him to tell you right now, Maury? I'd rather know now than, like, tomorrow. This is, well, listen. What about the day after that? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, we're getting a call here. Hi, it's the Roz and Mocha Show. Hey, Roz. It's yeah. Steve from Acton. Hey, what's going on, brother? Not too much. Um, I was just checking my inbox, and I didn't see an invite. For my wedding? Yeah. Come on. Why, why would you not invite a fellow Actonite? <laughs> Come on, dude. What, just because you live in the same place, <laughs> no, we grew same up, hometown no, as we, Roz? We oh, grew, you up guys together. grew up together. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Steve, how do you know Roz? I know like you grew up together, but like same school, what? Same neighborhood? Same neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. And how old were you when you and Roz met? <laughs> Young. Young? Okay. What do you remember about your friendship with Roz? Or what do you remember about Roz at a young <laughs> younger age? Growing up there in Acton, what? Ontario. Everybody wanted to hang out with him because he was so cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> like especially the girls? Well, I got the girls. He was just cool. Shut up. <laughs> you think I want this kind of energy at my wedding? 
You think I want a guy at my wedding? Well, I was going to steal was, your girl? Yeah, like, you think I want a guy at my wedding who is like, well, I'm up there getting married, is going to walk around to everybody who didn't know me then, who still thinks I'm cool, being like, you know, I used to get all the girls. Right? Like, you think I want that vibe? Is that factual, though, Roz, from no, what you remember? What? No. Did Steve get more girls but, than you? Please. Check it um, my daughter, she read your book. How old's your daughter? My daughter's 18. Oh, okay. She she went to the bookstore last month and saw your book. Yeah. And bought it and read it. And what'd she think? And she liked it. Yeah. Are you going to read so it, Steve? She- I might read it eventually. <laughs> True friend, right? <laughs> don't you want to know? If, don't you want to know if you're in the book? I want to know when he's going to be an actor the next time, so he can sign it for her. <sighs> Okay, listen, I don't know when that's going to be, but Steve, you know me. I would be happy to sign your kid's book. I know you would. Yeah. Um, what else do you remember about a young Roz growing up there in Acton, Ontario? What about style? Do you remember, like, the clothing choices? Good hair. He had good hair. Okay, all right. <laughs> Long, silky, smooth. What are we talking here? I know it, uh, it was decently long. Uh-huh. From what I can remember, bro, my hair, bro, my hair was so long. What are you talking about? I had the longest hair. But, but that was the, that was the phase then too. Was the long hair? Everybody had long hair. Oh, but not as good as Roz. Thank you. Wow, this is this is classic <laughs> Stephen <laughs> Roz, huh? <laughs> classic. <laughs> Such good friends. Uh, my God. <laughs> Isn't it great when friends reconnect? <laughs> Steve, you're the best, dude. Thank you so much for reaching out. Have a good day, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, good, good. Where was that? You remember years ago, we were doing this show at the time. When there was like a volcano happening and it grounded planes like all over the world from like one volcano. Was it Iceland? Where it was was going on? Remember that? I don't remember where, but I do remember it happening. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was like so far away. And then you you were reading articles about it. and You're like, oh, my God, like volcano. It's always weird when you see a volcano uh, headline. And then you realize that it was like affecting flights taking off like all over the world. Yeah. Uh, because of one sort of volcano, like super far away. In Those are scary, like man. I don't know if I could ever live anywhere near a volcano. No? What right? about, like, if it's, like, super dormant? A lot of people like live in... Like Hawaii, yeah, I guess? Yeah, Sure. I mean, there's volcanoes all over America. Like, where is it in uh, the Philippines or in Thailand where... They have people who live, like, at the base. And maybe it happens in Hawaii, too. Like, I don't know enough about Hawaii. Yeah. But, like, at the base of the volcano. Like, yeah. right at the very, very bottom. There's, like, little towns. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm like, that's, like, no, that's too close. Yeah, Matthew's like, wh- family lives on an island that is, like, riddled with volcanoes. Yeah. They're dormant, though, right? Well, they don't operate. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so yes. Uh, yeah. What's the insurance like on that? Right. You know, like you got to live. You get the, volcano insurance. I don't. I don't think they give that. I don't. I don't know if they would. I mean, they I, they don't give out like fire insurance in California anymore, even though everything catches on fire. But there's there. super cool takeaway rocks from the ocean. Are you, you al- are you allowed to do that? Are you allowed to take stuff away? Because some places you're not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have like a whole cupboard full. Yeah. What do you do with them? It's like, like a cool little centerpiece, like a conversation thing. But it's what? in the cupboard. It's in the cupboard. Oh, no, but I bring it out once in a while, like, to show kids. What like, kids? <laughs> what me? kids? 
What kids? Like when Daniel and Kyle were younger, that came out wrong. Brothers. So your brothers. Thank you, Shem. Who are adults now? Not kids. Yo. Damn man. Okay. Oh, you need to watch your words you, you before you really do. You speak. Like, I don't even think I've ever accidentally even said something like that. Yeah. Why do you have those? I like to show them to kids. <laughs> like, yeah, that's oh, super weirdo. Weird. That's super weird. Where are? Where's this family? Remind us again. In the Azores, on an island called San Miguel in Portugal. And right off, yeah, the, because right off you, the coast of Portugal. Did anyone know that you took the the rocks from? Oh the yeah, like the, I think people so, just do. They right? just do. There's, There's so much lava know, rock everywhere. Yeah, for me, that's, that's be rough on the feet. That's bad luck. Yeah, you think so? Uh, Bringing like a volcano rock yeah. home, like that's how. Mm. I yeah. brought rocks and sand. I brought everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. no, no then no, like no, bad, no. and then bad stuff happens. Yeah, like you bring one lava rock home, and then you stub your toe in the garage. That lava rock's getting chucked over the fence, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I fully agree. Uh, something, something as minor as getting your, oh, your toe stubbed. Right? I, I, I always think of like bigger things, like car accident or. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I go broke instantly and I gotta, I lose my house. Yeah, and it's that damn rock. Right? right? It's because I brought yeah. And then you trace everything, all your bad luck back yep. to when you brought home that rock from the volcano yep. when you were on vacation. Yep. And then, Maury, when all those kids that you showed that rock to grow up, they have the same bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn, damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. My neighborhood yesterday. Look like an Instagram filter mm-hmm. because of all the the haze and the yeah. fog, and I swear because I go from like inside of a car to get to work to inside of a parking garage mm-hmm. at work, and then when I leave parking garage back to home, my time outside, like in the world, is very limited. Right, and it wasn't until I stepped out of the car. On the driveway yesterday, that I took a deep breath and realized what the hell was going on. Because yeah. I had heard, like, yeah, it's hazy and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And you can see it in the air. But to actually smell it it's was crazy. another thing. Yeah, I really like that smell, though. I know it's terrible and awful and we should feel, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but no, I really like that smell. We had to sit down for a while walking the dog because it was hurting our throat. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. It was tough to breathe. Matthew was like, his eyes were watering. If you didn't know what it was, you guys would have been fine. But we knew what it was. I know, and that's why you're like, oh my God. Like so dramatic. He was sneezing. He's like, I'm allergic. We have to sit down. (laughs) We uh, How far did you get before you had to sit? Like two blocks. Oh God, sorry. After dinner yesterday, we went out for like 45 minutes for a walk. Yeah. And by that time, at least in our neighborhood, it was fine. Like I didn't smell anything. It still looked easy. No, no, no. no, no. But like it it was a little bit windy, so it kind of like I guess maybe moved things along. Yeah. Well, I think maybe I think maybe it's because Maureen and I live like we both sort of live this like the same distance from the lake. You should have just thought Maureen and I live. I would have. Oh, that would have been great. Just like Maureen and I live. Maury and I live dot, completely dot, dot. separate lives. No, that, Maury no. and I live, live in two wildly one. different worlds. No. Maury and I live... L- dot, dot, live. Dot. Okay. Um, but we both live sort of like the same distance from the lake. So maybe it was like that. Like it was like a, be, yeah. a South City kind of thing. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It smelled nice. Oh, I love the smell. Me too. I love the smell. Yeah. I was at a parking lot. I was at the grocery store and I walked through the parking lot. It was super windy. Yeah. And I just stood there and I was like... <laughs> Yeah, you take that yeah. deep inhale. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't yeah. have to sit down? 
But no. it is, you know, like on the flip side, like it, it like it's they have, terrible. I it's get horrible. it. It's horrible. I get it. Environment Canada issued like all sorts it. of warnings, and you know, some of the school boards are saying like kids can't go outside for recess, yes. and like any uh, time spent outside is going to be limited, and mm-hmm. there's some outdoor events that are were to be taking place over the next couple of days that they had to cancel and reschedule. That's right. Yes. Like, like right? sports practices. But yeah. in that, when we live in this city for as long as I have, the summer, when you do smell a smell that is very unique to this city in the summer, it's always a disgusting smell, yeah. right? You know the neighborhoods, whether it's the hog house or like the, the sewer lines at like King of Bathurst or all these different awful smells, right? Mm. So you're used to those. And they're awful. But when a new smell arrives, I'm oh, like, you embrace I'm, I embrace you it. Take a deep inhale. Yes. Right? Yes. I was quite happy with dangerous, it. Dangerous. Yes. But still, oh, it's different. <laughs> I, I may not be able to make it home, but I'm man that I love yesterday. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I've been talking about this for a couple months now, how I started sleeping with a, uh, a teddy bear at night. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get it from again? It was one of the ones that was like in my kid's room. Like she still has all her old stuffies and she just sort of like keeps in like a big, it's almost like a mesh hammock kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? Just because she just want to get rid of them. But we got the new cat and then the new cat just drags them all over the house. Okay. And the new cat would drag one of Roxy's stuffies onto our bed. And What's cat's name? Which one? Birdie. Birdie. Yeah. So and they're birdies, birdie stuffies now. Yes, they're all birdie stuffies now. And then I, a couple nights, found it was just on the bed. And then I grabbed it one night. And then one night, Catherine grabbed it. And then I had it again. And then I had it again. And, uh, and then Catherine had it one night. And I got really upset because uh-huh. she took the stuffy. And I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm so used to sleeping with this thing. And then mm-hmm. so Catherine got a stuffy. And then so she- Another one? Uh, yeah, so we have two teddy bears in the bed. Oh my God. <laughs> and so we each cuddle a teddy and then uh-huh. we each cuddle each other, right? So are the oh, teddies okay. in between the two of you? So, yeah. So like, do you start with, the, is a teddy like, are you holding? Yeah, is yeah. I put, I put the head under my neck. Okay. And then and then I put my head down like this and then I roll my other arm and I put over it over Catherine. and I put it over her. And then does she do right? the same move? Like the, her teddy is under her? Yeah, and then she'll face she the other way. So we'll like kind of spoon kind of thing, oh, okay, right? Okay, okay. Yeah, so I... I and and does now it stay there like the entire night? The like entire when you wake up, it's still there. night. I'm I'm with the Teddy, yeah, right? So like progressive, the, the, Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. Like Mr. But thank you, Teddy. <laughs> yes. Um, so here, let me. So according to a new poll, they asked uh, um, adults uh, if you've ever if, if you sleep with a teddy bear, and 23 percent of people said yes. Oh. I have one in the bedroom. Why don't you sleep with it? Because it's super old. It's uh, it was given to me when I was a baby by Granny because her last name is Lion. Right. So it's a lion teddy bear. Right. Um, and you may think that when asked, when you see adults, if you sleep with a teddy bear, a lot of people would think that it skews heavily on women who would say yes, but that's actually not the case. 22% of men say that they regularly sleep with uh, stuffed animals as an adult, while 25% of women say the same thing. Oh. So it is a little bit, uh, very close when Do it comes to Do men hide like, them when the women. ladies come over? Well, that's my, I, like, I don't know because, like, my head doesn't go that way, right? Because that's just, I'm, I don't live that life. But I imagine if you were single as a man Shem. and you slept with a teddy, that that thing would go away. Unless well, you thought that a woman might dig it. Uh-huh. I don't know. Shem boot up right now. Like, if your new girl came over like if it was sleepover time and saw a teddy bear on your bed you think she would say anything or she'd like be totally cool about it i think if i had one teddy bear 
it would be all right. If I had like a collection, like my bed was just covered in them, mm. yeah. that would be highly problematic. I think, I think that it depends on what that one is. No, I, I here's the, okay. So here's where it all goes to hell, right? Is that I think that if the teddy was displayed on the bed and somebody came in, I don't think it would be an issue because I think maybe they think that that's your teddy from when you were a kid and it's you treat it like a decorative pillow. Mm-hmm. When it's time to go to bed, the teddy sort of goes on the chair, goes on the floor, whatever. I think where it's a problem is if they don't see the teddy and then at bedtime you go to the drawer and get the teddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But again, it right? depends on what it is. If it's an animal versus like a stuffed person. I think that that's where it all goes wrong. I think that if you hide the teddy and then have to go and get the teddy, I think that that's that's problematic. Like imagine you're in bed and you're like, oh wait, honey, hold on, yeah, get you, up. Like you're tossing and turning, <laughs> and, you, and oh my god, Shem's got to go get the mask and the teddy. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, it's not going to be long before we're going to see an alien or a spaceship. We may already have. No, but like actual, actual. Like, like, be, like yeah. They're going to, pre- like, like the government, they're going to present it to us. You think so, huh? Yeah. We're not that far away. A uh, whistleblower who served in the U.S. military and in several intelligence roles says the federal government has multiple craft of non-human origin and has been working overtime to cover it up. His name is uh, David Grush, and he told a website this last night website called News Nation. <laughs> Very official, guys. Hold on, let me Google this now. News, news, new, news Nation. I gotta become a News Nation expert. Yeah. Subscribe, by the way. Get their RSS feed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this guy, David Grush, he said, in some cases, agents found more than just vehicles. Quote, well, naturally, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, sometimes you encounter dead pilots. And, believe Ooh, it or what? not, as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. He told uh, both Congress and the U.S. Inspector General that this information was illegally withheld from lawmakers mm. who have recently held hearings on UFO activity. Um. Mm. He's also said that contractors have been retrieving material for decades. Really, huh? These contractors hired by the U.S. government. The material includes intact and partially intact vehicles. The objects were analyzed and determined to be from non-human intelligence, whether extraterrestrial or unknown origin. Goes on to say to News Nation, mm-hmm. who I know you now subscribe sure. to their website. I do. Big fan. Quote, people started to confide in me, approach me. I have plenty of senior former intelligence officers that came to me, many of which I knew almost my whole career that confided in me that they were part of a program. <sighs> the cover up is there, guys. So are we going to see a dead alien or a live one? <clears throat> I mean, it's see, the problem is that all of this really should have been revealed before AI became the AI that we know it. Oh, right. Because now, now it's just too so easy to fake, right? Oh, my God. Like, I so much like I just wish they answered these questions before mid journey. 
It, like yeah. it's just, it makes it so difficult. Now. I don't know. Like I'm like, not gonna freak so out. You guys gonna freak now. out? Like why don't they just yeah. tell us? Like, no, no one's gonna freak I'm out. I'm not gonna freak out. And and like, I, it's not gonna be like the movies where people start packing up and moving. No, but I mean like even all the evidence that of UFOs that have come out over the last couple of years, like I thought that people would freak out, but people don't seem to care. No, they really don't. Because you know what? If the aliens wanted to do something to us. It would have happened already, like in the movies. But again, we don't know if they have or haven't yet. Yeah, maybe they're doing it now. Yeah, I think aliens are going to come in the form of, like, us. They're going to look like us. Not going to be the sort of no. weird, bald, creepy-looking No, they're going to have the long green head. No, so they're no. going to so, look like us, So the, they'll look like me, you, and Mocha, just not Maury? Is that what you're saying? Well, I wasn't going to go out and say <laughs> that, but... <laughs> Do you think aliens eat human food? Like, are they having burgers? No. Um... Maybe. Let's call one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, you have to figure out, like, you know, like, we always think of aliens as being advanced, but, like, what if they're just, like, super primitive, right? Like, what mm. if they they know how to fly? But, but that's about it. But that's it. Like, like they're idiots? They're, yeah, they're just dumb. Like, what yeah. if they're idiots? They're always getting caught. Yeah. Right? And the government's yeah. covering it up. Yeah. Oh, like, so maybe it is me. Yeah. Like, you know, what if they're like flies? You know, like when you get a fly and it goes like a, a sticks to the fly trap, right? And, mm. you know, it's like Doug. Flies like, you know, Doug's like, hey, guys, let me let me just, I'll go get it. And it's like, oh, my God. And everybody else is like, where's Doug? And then they send another one. He's like, yeah. oh, my God. And Tommy and like, finds Doug. Yes. And Tommy's like, yo, Doug, don't worry. I got you. Maybe and stuck in the fly maybe trap. Maybe they're just complete idiots who just like one guy showed up and then everybody else is like, you go get him. Okay. And yeah. then they get caught. And then they get That's caught. That's what I think is get happening. Caught. Yeah, maybe they're just idiots. You call an aliens idiots? You want, you want smoke? <laughs> Listen, if they wanted to bring the smoke, they would have already. Please. But they keep crashing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're dumb. Maybe they're just morons. Maybe we can have them as pets. Maybe we could. <laughs> Go walk your alien. Yeah, there's a fine line between pet and slave in that world, though, more. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if it walks upright, that ain't a pet. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How's everybody doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Shem? You all right? I'm good. Yeah. Emotional. Why I are you find. so emotional? Man, I don't know what. I mean, maybe it's age or I don't know, whatever's going on. But um, I've been watching a lot of TV yeah. for the last little bit. And like everything makes me emotional. Like yeah. I find myself oh. legit tearing up while watching TV shows. And yeah. it was the last thing that you watched that uh, got you that way. I was, I've been starting to watch Barry. <laughs> you know, the uh, Bill Hader show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just wrapped up, didn't they? Yeah, just wrapped up the final season. Uh-huh. Um, and for some reason, that show has been making me like emotional as if I'm watching like, like you know, like a soap or something, really, you know, yeah. like a drama. Yeah, for some reason, it makes me emotional. Can I don't I do know why. I watch Firefly Lane. Yeah, I, I can. I can. I'm emotional with everything now. I started watching that Hello Tomorrow show. You seen this show? Who's in it? Uh, what's the guy's name? He's real cool. I like him a lot. You know, for walking? No, the other guy, um, Billy Crudup. Who? Billy, oh, Cr- Billy Crudup like was the guy. was the executive in season one of Morning Show. Right. Right. You know him. Yeah, you, you know him. him. He's look awesome. Him I'll look him up. He's, he's awesome. In, he's in all the episodes of uh, Morning Show. Yeah, he's, he's been, the big boss. Yeah, he's been in so many things, but it takes place in a futuristic version of like 1950. Right. So the aesthetic is 1950, but it's what people in like 1910 would have said the future was going to look like in 1950. So they still drive like big, giant cars, but only they float. Right. Um, They have like 
all it's it's like the sort of Jetsons kind of thing, right? Where you put food in a in a dome and it cooks it, and you have like it's a very it's a basic futuristic version of 1950. Okay, and these guys are traveling salesmen who go from town to town selling timeshares on the moon. Oh, okay. Okay, and then you don't know. Hank Azaria is in the show as well, uh-huh. but you don't know like what the scam is, and I'm not sort of there yet. Right, like there's is it a some new show. Like yeah, it just, it's relatively. Are they new. in uh, season one right now? Season one, oh, yeah. Okay. But it's relatively, it's relatively new. But like you don't know for sure what the scam is yet. Mm-hmm. But there is a scam going on, and they are like selling timeshares on the moon, and like families are like super happy to lay down a couple hundred dollars. What's it called? It's called Hello Tomorrow. Okay. It's really good. Like, Where is like it? aesthetically is like Apple. A, is it like, oh, an Apple. Apple, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like aesthetically the show, because I'll tell you one of the things I like about it is every single show I have watched in the past two years has been so dark. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean tone. I mean, I can't see what's going on. You need to turn and, on the lights at home. And aesthetically, this show is bright. Mm, okay. And I'm loving it. Takes place during the day. It. A lot of All it. All takes place during the day. Uh-huh. And everything is bright colors. Uh-huh. And everything looks pretty. Like the and you can see pastel? all the details. Everything. The costumes are blue. Uh-huh. Right? Everything. Can you imagine Roz wrote a quote for these shows and he'd be like, finally, something I can see. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling <laughs> This matters to people. Uh-huh. This matters to people. You don't. It's not a struggle to you, watch. You should start a Facebook group. Yeah. And see how many people would join your Facebook group. To like just recommending shows that are not dark? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I know, but a couple wrong people join that group, and next thing you know, I'm a racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Could go bad. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Did you see Bieber's dad getting roasted? For what? Oh, man. So he uh tweeted out, I guess it was like a meme. I don't think he wrote it himself. But uh but he tweeted, because we know it's Pride Month, right? Yeah. So it was like a rainbow thing, graphic. And then over top of the graphic, it read, uh, don't forget to thank a straight person this month for your existence. <laughs> Face palm. <laughs> Bro, what are you doing, you idiot? And then he said, we need to celebrate families. You know the reason we're all here. Uh, the things this generation glorifies is unbelievable. And... Uh, yeah. What a more so what are people saying? Obviously everybody Obviously, went in on him. Yeah, but but I mean to even like that's a, such a weak meme because like um hello lesbians can get pregnant. That's the one that that I guess went big, but there's other people in the Bieber family who also posted it. It's his brother, Rob Bieber posted it as well. Really, huh? Yeah. yeah. Rob Jeremy's Bieber. brother? Yeah. <laughs> no idea, Rob. <laughs> There's only one Rob in my life. <laughs> R.I.P. to the King Ford. Uh, come on. <laughs> Hold on, let me find his apology here. Oh, so Jeremy oh, did? His, well, so his, says, his, his apology. Did you send me that, Maury? No, no. Send me his apology. His apology is like weak ass. Because I know, we, like, we've dissected a lot of celebrity apologies before yeah, and yeah some of them are on the some of them are on the money and others are just like weak ass uh so hold on here let me find the uh the oh, uh, page six let me how, find how the, long the, the jeremy bieber apology it blew up did he have to release that uh, uh i don't think it was i don't i don't think it was long um hold on did you find it maury um 
Hold on. It's because this is one of the... Oh, I, is this it here? Acknowledging, the, acknowledging the nuclear family is offensive? My apologies to those offended. Was not my intent. Not that my opinion matters. Yeah, that was his apology. Oh, my God. <laughs> and nothing from Bieber, right? No. Like the, no, the top dog? No. Like JB? Anything. Like he didn't comment? He didn't do anything? So this was what going on? Like a whole bunch of Biebers were sending this out? Like, yeah, the, it was a Bieber thing. Wow. Wow, the Bieber family bigotry, I guess. <laughs> I, don't oh. I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I know Ted Lasso, they release episodes on Wednesdays, but for Jenna and I, like one of our favorite shows, we wait until Friday night yeah. to watch it. Man, oh man, if this was not... Like, the perfect ending to a show ever. Like, I have no complaints about it. Mm. Oh, God, here we go. No, what? no, no. I, I, You know me. I love the show. I love the show. I thought it answered, like, it, it just wrapped things up kind of nicely. I thought, like, the past, prior to the finale, there, the last two episodes, a little bit, some of the stories were a little bit rushed mm-hmm. to get to this point. Mm-hmm. But I understand why. Um... But man, oh man, it just ended with every single character like you knew everything was going to be all right. I I rarely like shows where everybody gets a happy ending, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know. Like there's, there's something about Ted Lasso where once everybody became nice, Mm -hmm. the show sort of felt a little bit disjointed to me. I think that especially like when you're dealing with a sports team, somebody in that room has to be an a-hole. Yeah. And that was Jamie Tart's character for a long and time. It was, and it was Roy's character was for a long well. time. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that you need that balance. And when everybody became super nice, mm-hmm. I think that it felt a little too fantasy because the 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 main character Jason Sudeikis was just such a character that you needed other people around him to sort of be a little bit real, right? Well, I feel like Roy Kent, his character was the guy that was still what you're talking about before. Like, yes, nice, but also didn't really like. You knew he had a heart, right? You always knew he had a heart from the very beginning, but he still, his actions towards other people other than his girlfriend and to his niece said otherwise. But yeah. you knew the intent behind it. But like, but like there was unhappiness, right? Like there, there was the, the tension between he and Keely. There was like the jealousy, like all of that stuff sort of started to go away. And then I was like, what is this show now? Mm-hmm. It's just now you're just rooting for a team, right? Which is yeah. fine. I, I'm, I'm down. I'm down with I that. I could be wrong, but I think it was more about relationships. It was, but everybody got a happy ending mm-hmm. and I don't like that. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, no, it there was redemption. Uh, go ahead, Shem. I think they also ruined the Nate character in this story. So do I, him, I agree with you. Right? I fully like, agree. Like, even he got a happy ending. Like, and like, he was just welcomed back just like that after, after okay, saying so, some yeah. horrible things. But, the welcoming yeah, yeah. back was a little... I was like, man, I, I would have probably put Nate through the ringer a little bit. A little bit more. Right? Yeah. But they brought him back as if he never left. 
I no, I know, I know. Spoiler alert, I by know. the way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I liked it. Listen, don't get me wrong. I love Ted Lasso. I yeah. I, I love the show. I love like it's really, really, really beautiful. Like it's 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 there's some really great moments in it. But I just I felt that it I I was disjointed from the show for like the last couple episodes when everybody was the sort of same. There yeah. was no, there, nobody was different anymore, right? Everybody was the, everybody was the same. Um, and that's fine. That's fine, right? You know, I like Rebecca still. I think that she's great and consistent and, and Keely I like. And But I don't know. It was, uh, it just, it just sort of fell a little flat for me. Do a you guys, little flat. Would you guys be cool with a spinoff? Like a Roy Kent, Keely, no. Tart spinoff? No, 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 no. No? no. The show ended. No. I like it when shows end and then that's it. You just left up to your own imagination to wonder what happens to those characters. Like they, yeah. I think everything about it. I think if you do anything else in the 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 lasso verse, yeah, I think would just ruin everything. Yeah, that we got. Yeah, I don't think we. I don't seasons. think we need a lasso verse. Right? <laughs> yeah, like I don't. It's not. We cannot. Everything needs to be extended. Yeah. I think it was a good show. It ran its course. I'm happy it's over because I don't think that they could have gone another season with everybody being so wonderful. Also, spoiler alert. Also, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.